what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're talking about living deeper today. Probably your favorite. Just going to say it. (laughs) I honestly think that we don't always intentionally live on the surface or in a shallow manner. However, the, the things of God are out in the deep, right? And we have to go seeking for those things. We pursue them. That's not something that just happens. So we're going to talk about that today. I was actually having some quiet time. And if you're not doing this, I am doing a 30-day sort of a devotional, but really it's called the 30 Days to Change Your Life. And it's focusing on the daily practice. So each day there's a new prompt, there's a new question, there's a new way that you can connect with God. So if you want to explore that and find out what really works for you in this season, because it can change, that is something I recommend doing. You can just go search Juliana Page on YouTube and subscribe so that you'll get a new notification anytime a new video is available. And they also are saved in a playlist. So you can just literally have a start date on your calendar and go for 30 days. So if you're not doing that, check it out. Appreciate your support. But anyway, in my daily practice time today, I was studying in Jeremiah and two sections, it's actually Jeremiah 23, Jeremiah 10, 23 and Jeremiah 10, 24 just struck me. So I'm going to read them to you and see if anything is highlighted in your spirit as I go through these. Okay. Thus says the Lord, not, okay, let me say this again. Dun, dun, dun. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise and skillful person glory and boast in his wisdom and skill. Let not the mighty and powerful person glory and boast in his strength and power. Let not the person who is rich in physical gratification and earthly wealth glory and boast in his temporal satisfactions and earthly riches. But let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me personally and practically, directly discerning and recognizing my character, that I am the Lord who practices loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, for in these things I delight, says the Lord. Like this is literally what I'm breaking down today. The difference between living on a shallow surface level and living in the deeper things of God. Because the deeper things of God, many of you know, I don't have to tell you this, they're discerned by your spirit. And they're not tangible things that you can literally touch, right? But you can feel them and they're very real. They're just intangible, right? 
And the great things of life, ultimately the things that mostly matter, are intangible. So check this out. It says, if you are a wise and skillful person, don't glory in that. If you are strong and powerful, don't glory in that. If you have accumulated all of this earthly wealth, don't glory in that. But if you're going to glory, right, and if you really want to... I mean, what, what this is saying, if you want to celebrate or build up or recognize, right? Don't recognize these things. If you are going to boast, if you are going to celebrate something, if you're going to glory in anything, it doesn't just say glory in God. It says glory in the fact that you understand and know God. And what does it mean to know God? It means to personally and practically recognize him. So by personal experience, and how does that happen? A relationship, an actual connection with God, which grows, right? Because as it grows, you're then able to directly discern and recognize his character, right? So, so, so powerful. And it says here, ways that you can recognize God's character, it says three things are highlighted. He practices loving kindness. He practices judgment and righteousness, okay? So he does this in the earth, and that's how you can recognize them, right? And we can know a believer by their fruit, right? Not that we're the believer police because we're not here to do that. (laughs) But you will know, right, who is being led by the Spirit of God by their fruit, who is a son or a child of God by their fruits, right? There's also a verse that says, they shall know us by our love, Okay, so what I like to do with verses like this is I like to turn them into literally in that moment as I'm reading them, I move to turn them into praise and thanksgiving. So God, I glory only in the fact that I know you, that I understand you are the Lord who practices loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness, right? But I think it's so, so powerful to just consider this. And the invitation today is to explore this. Again, it's Jeremiah 9 verse 23 and verse 24. What do you actually glory in? What do you celebrate? What do you focus on? Because what we focus on in life grows more in our life. Okay, what we give our attention to is really what we're celebrating, strangely enough, right? So where is your attention going? What is your focus on? And I'm going to give you a practical way to do this in a second. But this is just the question that I want you to think about and explore. What is it that you glory in? Okay. Now the other verse, because I was led to keep going today, actually came out of Jeremiah 10 verse 23. Oh Lord, pleads Jeremiah in the name of the people. I know that the determination of the way of a man is not in himself. It is not in man, even in a strong man or in a man at his best to direct his own steps. Right? Like, what? What is this verse telling me? Literally, it's saying that it's not in me to direct my own life. Okay? And if you are somebody who is assertive, who's a high achiever, who's a doer, who's, you know, a recovering control freak, (laughs) maybe OCD tendencies, I don't know, right? But it is revelation to, to know and understand that you actually even in your best attempts, cannot control your life. And you actually don't know what's going to happen in your life, okay? You can have the greatest plans, which I, you know, I'm a planner, so I get it. That whole quote around God laughs at your plans. I've experienced that. (laughs) 
many times, right? But life really and truly would be so much easier if we would believe God's word and act accordingly. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that, right? But we have a tendency to make it complicated. Most of us, myself included, have to find out the hard way what works and what does not work. I call this the school of hard knocks, right? But God's word says in Jeremiah 10, 23, that we do not have it in us to run our own lives, but we still try, right? So the encouragement today, when you're thinking about living deeper, because we often live shallow because we're in this sort of habit loop, right? Like I got to figure it out. I got to make this happen. If I don't do this and this is going to happen, then I got to plan this and then a little bit, right? And we live in this like frantic, chaotic pace, but God actually leads in ways of pleasantness and peace. He's not in a hurry like we are. Okay. So the encouragement today to help you live deeper is to give up trying to control your own life or someone else's. God is in control. And you can relax in that and let him direct your steps. Honestly, we can't hear from God when we fill our lives with so many other things, right? It really covers his still small voice and the subtle impressions that we get when other times we're more clear and moving at a different pace, okay? And often we live shallow in times of testing. And every time God gives us a test, we can really tell how far we've come and how far we still have to go by how we react to that test. So attitudes of the heart that we did not know we had often come out through tests and trials. So this is a great way also to discern if you are living shallow or not, if you're growing in the things of God and in the things of the Spirit or not. And you can really learn, you can decide to do this, you can embrace your tests as opportunities for growth and development. So a question that I wrote in my journal today was, God, what do you, what do you want to take form in my life? What do you want to take form in me? Right? Expose any area where I'm living a shallow quality of life so that I can embrace the deeper things that you have for me. Right, so that's something. If if that works for you, you're welcome to to try it on. But I am somebody who needs the Word of God to be personal, practical, real for me. Right, I believe that this is the guidebook I've always wanted in my life. <laughs> this is my mentor. This is my best friend. This is you know a love letter from God to me. This is how I am being led, guided, protected. This is how I can grow in discernment and the things of God. So. The word is my weapon, right? And I want it to be real and practical and also fun for me to, to learn and to grow. So if that works for you, I like making verses that I'm reading practical. I like turning them into prayers. I like asking God to do the heavy lifting so that <laughs> I can celebrate how awesome he is as he does it and have a track record of how he shows up. So just some ideas for you. Now, the other piece that I told you that might be helpful too as you're exploring whether or not you live shallow or deep is energy. So strangely enough, I did a life coaching program back in 2008, 2009, and it was all about energy leadership. And I was like, yes, like I'm ready for this because it was all about your inner life. Okay. And energy is quite literally emotion. It's the energy that we're putting in motion. Okay, and distract me a sec. So we 
with God can live supernaturally. Check this out. We can choose to be joyful when we have every reason, especially circumstantially, not to have joy. We can choose to be patient and kind when it is super easy not to do that. We can choose to put on courage and put on strength and to be bold and courageous when it would be really easy to just stumble back into fear and be overwhelmed and have a meltdown, right? We can choose these things. Why? Because we have God's grace and divine enablement and the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through us. That is supernatural, okay? Now, I was a self-help junkie, would go to all the conferences, would go to all the things, right? Would read all the books, had a lot of great mentors and books, right? However, as much as I tried, there was many ways that I could not change myself. I couldn't fix myself. I couldn't renew my mind because I wasn't doing it with God. I wasn't in step with God. But with God, it is different. And a lot of the ways that we actually experience God are how he moves in and through us. Ah, it's crazy. So that is an exciting thing. But check this out. So back to energy. Energy is not weird. In fact, a majority of life is discerning the energy in and around you, okay? And being a, a manager of your emotions. That's something that we can do with God. And it says in the word that godliness and contentment lead to great gain, which means I can be content, like the Apostle Paul said, whether I'm a abased or abounding. I can also be emotionally stable. Interesting, <laughs> right? So... Just consider two different types of energy, which basically is fear and love, okay? The, ener the energy of the enemy and then the energy of God, okay? Which is God's vibes matter. Again, we discern this by our spirit. So negative energy is what I'll call catabolic energy, meaning it is destructive. It tears things down. It brings dis-ease, the lack of ease, the lack of peace, and it literally can bring disease as well, okay? Now, Anabolic is constructive. It builds us up. It's encouraging. It's life-giving. It's God's word. It's God's truth. It's the Holy Spirit, leadership, guidance, direction, revelation, wisdom, knowledge, right? The things of God are anabolic. They build us up. It's literally how we are designed to live. And Dr. Caroline Leaf, oh my goodness, she does a huge study on this about trees and literally how your brain works. But Go research her. She breaks this down even deeper than what I'm going to present today. But all you got to know, destructive, constructive, tearing things apart, building things up. Okay. So this happens in our thought life. We have thoughts that are planted there, little seeds that the enemy wants to plant in our mind that are destructive. Then if we start to entertain those thoughts, we start to feel some kind of way. Typically it looks like fear, anxiety, doubt, shame right? Then we behave some kind of way, meaning we probably fall into discouragement, depression, right? Procrastination. We don't take action because we don't feel bold and courageous. So why would we act like it? Okay. That is how simple it can happen. Now, as we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, we read God's word and it can shift our thought. It literally is changing our perspective. I thought this was true. And then I just got hit, right? This word was made active to me by Holy Spirit highlighting it to me. It is changing how I currently thought about that thing. Now I feel different because I'm like, no freaking way, man. Really? Right? So I feel different and now I behave different because I have freedom now in that area. Freedom to show up differently, to live from a different level of revelation and knowledge. 
right? I can choose wisely how I show up in my life now. Same pattern though, different though. So I get exposed to a truth of God. It starts to make sense to me. I start meditating on the word of God. I start breaking it down. I'm like, whoa, right? Then I start to feel excited, hopeful, right? And then because I am that way, I take action differently. I behave differently. I show up differently in God's strength, in God's character, in God's nature, which is why it's so important to know and study that with me. So every day we can live sort of in default mode and our default mode often is catabolic. It's destructive. We just entertain every thought that we think, we believe lies, then we feel some kind of way and we get all moody and on edge and then we start acting some kind of way. We even project that on other people. But we actually are empowered to manage that. Powerful people manage their emotions. Powerful people manage their mind. They proactively renew it. They manage their emotions and don't just project those onto other people. You don't have an excuse to be moody, actually. You can feel your feelings. So I don't want to discredit that. In fact, if we don't feel our feelings, we can't heal. We can't learn. We can't grow. And they're beautiful gifts that God has given us, right? So to shut that off completely means that you're shutting off a lot of your life, okay? But we can manage them, meaning they don't have to be the truth, and sometimes just because we feel some kind of way, we act like that's true for us. And then we behave some kind of way as well. With me? So the power that we have in our hands to stop living a shallow level of life can come from being radically responsible for your own self-actualization, right? It, your responsibility and your ability to respond to your self-evolution, to your self-actualization, to mastering different areas of self in your life is enhanced by connecting with God and your relationship with God and growing in God, right? He is your master life coach. He is your therapist. He is the prince of peace. He is your counselor. He's your best friend, right? He's your father. It's so, so powerful when you start recognizing that you don't have to continue to think thoughts that aren't healthy for you. They're actually destructive for you. Or you don't have to continue to entertain emotions that don't feel good, right? And part of, check this out, part of writing the vision and making it plain is feeling it in advance. <laughs> if I could write a definition of faith, that would be it. Feeling it in advance, right? God's best for me. I feel it in advance, how God can show up beyond what I dare ask, think, or imagine, I feel it in advance. Wouldn't it be awesome if God did this? Wouldn't it be awesome if he showed up that way? Wouldn't it be awesome if this was how I broke through this situation? That's faith, right? Because faith is what enables us to work differently. Without faith, work is myrrh, man. It is hard and it's done in our own strength. But with faith, we're supernaturally empowered to do the things that we're here to do in the world. So, so good. I hope this is resonating with you. <laughs> so what I want to encourage you to do is go back and visit those verses that I highlighted to you. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. Also, Jeremiah 10, verse 23. And just think about what is it that you are glory? What is it that you put your glory in? What do you boast in? What do you celebrate? Check that out because that actually reveals a lot about you, your heart, your character. Okay, then also, what areas are you really trying to control in your life? And how can you surrender that to God today and entrust it to him? And ask, 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 seek, 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 knock, knock, knock for him to guide you in this area, for him to 
direct your steps in this area. Submit your plans to the Lord and he will establish your steps. So how can you do that today? And then think about too, if you are in a, a test right now or in a season of trial, right? What attitudes of your heart is God exposing? Maybe healing. Where is he guiding you to clean up your energy and your inner life, right? Because we get life in our insides before we really experience it on the outside. Huge, right? So we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. When I think differently, I feel differently, I show up differently. But with God, I can feel different in advance. By faith, I can feel it. And as I feel it, I start to imagine it with God. And when we have relationship with God, when we are a born-again believer, we actually have a sanctified imagination, okay? So we can trust what God is revealing to us in our imagination, this beautiful imagination where we can dream up things with God. We can just entertain it, right? What if it was going to be better than I thought or imagined? What if this weight is God just putting more things in place that he knows are going to delight my heart because he cares for me and he delights in prospering me. Right? Like just try that on for a second. A lot of times we don't even give ourselves permission to feel that. We don't extend our faith and then we keep entertaining the same things over and over again. Okay? So if I have a new thought, I can feel differently and then I can experience things differently. But if I can feel it first, I can think about it differently and approach it differently. Right? That's why it's be still and know. Be still and know that God is in control. Be still and know that God already has a solution. Be still and know the truth. Be still and know God's character and God's heart towards you. Be still and know and then feel out that situation with God. What would it feel like for God to show up for you here? What would it feel like to be empowered by God in this situation? How would you influence differently if you knew you were divinely enabled and empowered to show up there? Visualize that. Entertain that with God. Imagine it. Dream it up. You're a solution right? And then that will guide you to your next step. That's making the vision plain in your imagination. So stinking powerful. And this is the work. And trust and believe that if you do this kind of work, you will have no time to be judging your neighbor, comparing yourself to a neighbor. (laughs) You will be busy with God and that will be a beautiful thing. So I just want to bless you with that on today and just remind you with this prayer. God, I glory in the fact that I know you, that I understand you are the Lord who practices loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness, right? And then I also came across Psalm 118 today. So I want to remind you about any sticky situation that you're like, yeah, Juliana, that's great. This is cool. It feels neat. But this situation, you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know what I'm up against. You don't know what I'm facing. Well, this is the verse God gave me for that thought. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. Put your trust back in God with whatever situation that is, with whatever it is that you're facing. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. So remember your God. If you're going to glory in anything, glory in him. I just declare great victory over you in the areas of your life where you need it most. Can you see it? Can you feel it in advance? Can you extend your faith? Can you simply believe? (laughs) Woof! So, so good. All right. Well, I hope this message blessed you. 
it is a very exciting time. So I just pray protection and blessings over time with family and in this season. May you be reminded of all the things that you have to be thankful and grateful for. And also in terms of connecting, got a new website, new upgrade going on. So make sure that you go check that out. There's all sorts of ways that you can connect with me, get some freebies and get on my weekly newsletter. I share lots of coaching and tips and strategies in there for free. So that would be a great thing for you to get on and also know about everything new and upcoming. It's a great way too. It's a place where you can go to ask me any questions that you might have or connect to all the social medias as well. So go check out julianapage.com and until next time, stay blessed.